Today, we're going to talk about fusing industries and viewing the business from a fresh set of eyes, from a fresh perspective. Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is a podcast where we are strengthening the tile industry. We do this with our unique business education designed for tile contractors by tile contractors. This education is helping tile contractors everywhere build sustainable, profitable businesses. The result is a stronger industry from the installer up. We've got another great interview for you today. I have with me Cameron Matheny in the room, and we are going to talk about her new business. And she's recently partnered with a, a tile setter, and they are building something unique. They are building something special. Cameron has a different background. She's not new to business by any means, but she is new to the tile industry. Before I bring her on stage here and ask her a few questions and get into her business, I'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsors. These are the companies who are giving back to tile installers. These companies realize that investing in you, the contractor, is ever so important. I'd like to thank the NTCA, the National Tile Contractors Association. If you haven't uh, checked out the NTCA, you, you've got to do this. Uh, it's one of the oldest, it is the oldest trade association in North America for tile contractors. It is inside the NTCA. You will find some of the most professional, some of the largest tile contractors. You can rub shoulders and shake hands and get to know them and, and pick those five friends that are going to take you to that next level. The NTCA can be your most valuable resource. I'd like to thank Laidacree International. Laidacree International invented Thinset right here in the United States of America. And today they are continuing their innovative thinking, their forward thinking. They are a family-held company, privately owned, uh, you know, family values through the roof. I just love everything about this company. If you haven't used their products, you should check them out. GoBoard. GoBoard is a lightweight waterproof tile backer by Johns Mansville. It's easy to cut. It's easy to handle, easy to install. You can build a complete waterproof shower assembly with GoBoard products. Time is money and you will save time using GoBoard. And HappyTileGuy.com. HappyTileGuy.com is where you can get your contractor, your tile contractor websites built for you. And they are made specifically with you, today's tile contractor in mind. All right, let me bring on today's guest. Hi, Cameron. Hi there. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us and share your insights. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I feel so special to be involved. My pleasure. My pleasure. You you recently you know joined the Tile Money uh, Facebook group and started uh, asking good questions, interesting questions. You kind of ruffled a few feathers and and you're you're getting to know the tile industry. And I, I thought right away, this is someone I have to interview because I always like interviewing people who come from a different industry. They come from a different perspective and, and you have a history of uh, owning businesses and you come from the lighting industry. We're gonna talk yes. about the fusing of those two industries. But, but quick, tell us, tell us who you are, where you're from in the world, where do you live uh, currently? So uh, my name is Cameron, and I'm the founder of Palermo Design, uh, which is the, a lighting industry and tile um, setting industry that has fused together, navigating through this trade. Um, I'm originally from St. Louis, have moved to Chicago, and with the pandemic now, we are in Michigan, which is where we are, um, where we have launched our business is the south west coast of Michigan. Okay. Yeah. So close to the, the lake there? 
We are very close to the lake, actually about a mile off the lake. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds incredible. It is. It's beautiful over here for sure. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, my background comes from the lighting industry. I'm a lighting specialist through the American Association of Lighting Specialty, um, which then I have went further into my career doing outside sales, running designer programs, a moderator for ASID, um, have kind of dabbled again with the uh, podcasts of lighting as well. So lighting is is my passion, but business and making money is another. <laughs> For sure, that's good to know. That's great. Yeah. And so, how long have you been in the in the tile world, uh, attempting to fuse these two industries and, and launch this new business? So we essentially, well, my partner who does tile has been in the tile industry for twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been at least familiar with the tile industry for about three in depth, about six months, (laughs) like really getting in there, shopping for tile, looking at tile, learning the word schluter and bullnose and what all of these terms and grout and what all of this stuff means and the purpose of it. So um, I am definitely, I would say, (laughs) an associate elementary level as far as as tile um, goes for sure. Sure, sure. But not but not new to business, which is so beautiful. I think so many of us wish we could find a partner who we could, uh, you know, as installers, as artisans, um, you know, we sometimes just hate even answering the phone during the day. Right. So it's it's a beautiful thing when you can find a business partner like you have, you found each other, you have each other and, and you're creating this beautiful thing. Tell me about it. What like what similarities, what parallel similarities are there between the lighting industry and the tile industry? Um, how are you approaching this new business? So I'm approaching it as at the end of the day, it's coming down to relationship building mm-hmm. with clients. Um, as far as doing the lighting industry, I would meet with clients, meet with the electrician, meet with the builder, have those great relationships with people. I would do, you know, layouts, would learn how to budget for the lighting piece of it for either the builder, if we had a contract already, if it was with the homeowner, how to work with the electrician as far as doing the layouts in the home. Um, and so there's that piece of it. And so as I have fused and have become the salesperson for the tile business, I've also become the project manager for it. Also the bill collector (laughs) and then also the runner. So, uh, you know, if, if something comes up short, which, you know, we have found in this industry, it just does. And it happens in the lighting industry too. Hey, we got the wrong Kelvin. Hey, we got the wrong size of, um, you know, uh, inlet for an outlet. So there's, there's, it, it, it all really runs parallel. It's, it's the trade of which we work. Um, so those things are very, very similar as far as the business piece of it and how to run it is, it is really about the relationship with this customer. And at the end of the day, are they happy? Mm-hmm. I used to always say to my customers when they would buy a fixture, you're going to look at that fixture every single day in the morning and at night when you're at home. At home is our sanctuary. It's the same thing with the flooring. If I pissed off someone because I screwed up their lighting, every time they bypass that, they're going to be like, 
damn it, that lighting. You know, same thing with flooring. Right. If the flooring is, or if it is tile that they're doing, it could be a backsplash, it could be a bathroom, whatever. But every day those customers are going to see that. And instead of having that mind frame of, oh, they did this or this, I want them to be like, man, I can't wait till I get more money so I can get more tile to right. do something cool or tell their friends. So really, at the end of the day, it comes down to that relationship building that we have with our clients. I, I love that viewpoint. I mean, for years, I've um, I've seen lighting stores, and I've always thought, you know, that that seems so high end. I mean, I I don't know that I've ever been in a lighting store myself, but I've never been your client. I, I grew up on welfare. Let's just, you know, call it what it is. We were never going to go into lighting stores. We, my parents never called a tile contractor or a contractor to fix anything. It just wasn't in our realm of, um, you know, possibilities. But what I love about it is that it is high end. And I've been preaching since I've started this podcast that tile is high end. No one needs tile. My parents didn't need tile. They They were fine with a tub surround, you know, and that was just the reality of it. So when someone picks up the phone or goes to visit a lighting store or picks up the phone for a tile contractor, they're shopping for a high-end premium product. Would you say this is your market? Absolutely. And it runs the market with what I do as well as a tile specialist. So a tile or lighting specialist, see, I'm already creating a new thing in the tile world. Anyway, um, as a lighting specialist though, it runs the same gamut along with if someone can hire an interior designer, mm-hmm. well, then I become the specialist for the lighting. And it really is a specialty and people don't realize that. And it's something that, you know, you talk about with it's the BMW for the house, I think was someone something that someone commented on one of your shows, but mm-hmm. lighting is the jewelry of the home, right? especially as it's decorative. But I can also tell you from a psychological standpoint for lighting, lighting can also make or break a a home. And I'm sure you've walked into a space before and maybe now you'll notice it. You turn on the light and it can be very drab or kind of draining versus if you have a lot of light in a space and you turn it on, the person may feel more energetic or happier. They've, they've read. One of the cool things that I recently just did too, because I did see it as a need and I've talked to my business partner about this as well, is there's so, there so many things that lighting can do for tile as far as the colors of what it can pull out. Um, and so one thing that I did was to the, light, the local tile stores, I went in, we built a great relationship with the owner and I said to her, let me build you a lighting display so that when you are showing tile and people have lighting at home, you can show them this is what your tile looks like under a warm light. Mm-hmm. We would say a 2700 Kelvin, a cooler light, which is more of a contemporary light and it has a little bit more of a blue hue. And you can see the tile pops and it pulls out so many different colors. And again, since tile is in artistry, you want to be able to see your art. So someone could spend $10,000 on a kitchen backsplash, have terrible lighting, and they will never get to see what it truly is, the Mm -hmm. art of it and how beautiful it can be. So that's where I come in. I love that. And I love it. 
up, Luke. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love that. You know what's crazy is inside the TCNA uh, handbook for tile, there's a whole section or a whole page on on lighting and, and how really um, when uh, sometimes the lights are too close to the to the wall. Like let's say you had a feature wall. It happens a lot in commercial world where they have you know all the way up eight foot. It 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 will throw the light from the grout joints, and it doesn't even have to be a, a poor it, uh, bad lighting can make a, a good tile job look look terrible. So that's, oh, you're you're absolutely um, right. So I would say when, having these relationships is is paramount to you know really you know just that wow factor that you know like it absolutely has been. And whenever I go in and let's say it's a remodel or someone's redoing anything in their house, then I always say to them, do you want help with under cabinet lighting to really make this pop? If we are doing a kitchen, um, you know, for a kitchen layered lighting is where it's at. I mean, layered lighting, if you do it right in an amazing kitchen that has backsplash, you know, countertops, the floor, this thing can go from looking like a $10,000 job to a $100,000 job just with the right lighting. Mm. And it could be a terrible tile job, but we right. can make it look like, you know, it's, it's an one. elite. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> For sure. I love it. I, I pass by one of my neighbors uh, almost every evening and outside of his garage, he has outside of his house, his exterior lights, they look like fire, like little candles. And I just, every time I walk by there, it's so peaceful. I mean, we have the palm trees down here in Florida everywhere, but that just, that, that little bit of lighting just makes the world a difference. And you're like, I could just relax right here in his front yard. And, and it feels like I'm somewhere else, you know, it transports you. For sure. Again, that's what it, light you can bring light to a space and just change it i mean you just can it just yeah. it does so much but that's a whole nother topic so yeah let's bring it back to tile so what are you you know being fairly fresh in the tile world you know how are you approaching setting up the tile end of your business that you uh you know from your experience first of all uh, let's just stop there How, what are you what are you what are you um importing from from your lighting experience into the tile business so as far as the sales piece of it and kind the of mindset and sales yeah in business yeah yeah so for me it is first walking a job figuring out what is the need figuring out how many hours a job will take um, is that kind of the route that you're going with of how I start to establish that? Because it's been, yeah, that's correct. kind of where you're going. Yeah, it's yeah. been on a spectrum for me. So I've learned, um, okay, let's start this job. We're going to price it per square foot. And then I've learned, nope, we're not going to do that. Then I've learned, okay, maybe for part of the job, we can price it a square foot. We're going to price it based on products. We're going to price it based on material. We're going to price it based on is there patterns. We're going to price it based on what type of tile he's installing. Is it in a difficult location? What is the mileage? Mm-hmm. All of these, I have so many factors that I've pulled into just bidding a job. Um, you know, one of the things I had to learn very quickly because as soon as I finish, as soon as my partner finishes the tile job, I collect all the receipts. I look at the hours that were spent. I looked at the mileage, the time. Did we have to hire a helper? I calculate all of that. And I know at the end of the day, my goal is for us to make $10,000 a week. Mm-hmm. If he is not made and we are not on that goal hourly, then I go through it and I say, this is what we need to, to do differently. 
Um, and for me, it comes down to numbers for him. He's been like, it's the quality of the work. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is the quality of the work. But at the end of the day, do you want to be paid $150 or do you want to be at $350? So it's been a learning curve going back and forth. I don't think that there's a wrong way. And every job has been so different the way that I quote it. And I don't know if that's wrong or right, but it is, it's definitely been a learning curve as far as the tile industry mm-hmm. um, in relation to the lighting industry of how I would run that working in sales is we would have to calculate things like freight, which we, we do not, we do not sell tile. We usually send it to our tile specialist and they sell the tile. So there's that piece of it that, you know, for at least the lighting business, was there freight involved? Is there, um, you know, a deposit that's involved? Is there um, essentially dimmer switches, light bulbs? So again, all of those pieces as well. But then I could look at it and know exactly how much I pay for that product, where I can move my margin and where I can't move my margin. So for this, it's a little bit different. But in the again, at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to, how much money are we making profit over loss? Mm-hmm. And you're job costing every single job or every single week to make sure you're on track, make sure, yes. okay, we're, we're doing that. And it, it is difficult with the tile industry. I mean, there's so many different variables, so many different, you know, glass, mosaic, uh, large format, stone, you know, all these different things. So I, but it sounds like you're doing it exactly the way you should be and, and really the only way to do it. And each, each way is a little bit unique to each business. Um, how about, you know, where, where are you finding your client clientele base? So it's been very interesting, but we have a, so a couple of ways that I've done it is um, I'm a social butterfly. So I will literally collect all of our marketing materials and I go out and knock on the door, even though we're in the middle of a a pandemic with COVID, Mm -hmm. I usually will start with a call. Like, have you survived COVID? Yes, we have. And then from there, well, I've got some information I would like to drop off for you. This is what we do. This is who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, So essentially that had started the business. Um, I walk on to job sites. If I see guys out there, the contractor will call the contractor to build those relationships. Other ways, um, there's local Facebook um, groups for our community. And I've said, hey, if you guys need tile, and it worked. I posted something literally five minutes afterwards. I got a call from a lady and it turned into a bathroom to now we're doing, in in essence, it went from a $3,500 estimate to now we're doing her second floor and to her kitchen just for a two-minute Facebook post on a community page. Wow. Wow. This stuff, that's powerful. It is. Word of mouth has been the other thing, Um, but really just getting out there, uh, going into the tile stores that are here, introducing people, taking them donuts, Mm. taking them local, you know, bakery goods, building relationships and just letting them know, hey, we're here. What can we do for you? Yeah, that's awesome. And people buy from people. So I mean, that's great that, that you're doing all those things. That's exactly how I started my business, person to person, um, you know, just getting out there and getting in front of people anywhere and everywhere. You think there would be people who might buy tile or, or lighting in your case, 
you know, is where you, you need to be. And it sounds like things are picking up. How, I mean, how quickly, how, how far out are you booked? I should say. Um, so we launched this business in this area end of September and actually end of August, July, August, September, October. We are booked now until the first week of February. That's awesome. Congratulations. Right? Thank you. I'm pretty, I'm pretty ecstatic about it. Like yeah. it's, I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of my business partner, the work that he's doing. Um, and, you know, I've done businesses before and they have never picked up as quickly as this. But I'm also aware of knowing that, okay, we can get very busy very quickly. And so that can be a blessing in disguise, but it can also be, here's bullets, now shoot me right. kind of thing. So staying in front of it is also something that's been very important to me. Every day I stand at the door and I receipts, <laughs> receipts. What was your mileage? You know, oh, yeah. I'm kind of a little OCD about it. But for me, you have to be at least to make sure that we have all of our I's dotted and our T's crossed. Now, do you do you have a storefront or is that something you're working on or? So that would be um, in the future. Definitely, I would like to have a small studio space that I can have custom. My goal and vision of what I would like to do in the next five years, depending on what happens in, in our economy and in the industry, but my goal, if it was a perfect world, mm. I would have a beautiful urban setting building with huge ceilings, beautiful floors, and do custom lighting only and custom tile. Mm -hmm. yeah. So people coming in wanting to make their own tile, pulling from places like the Merchandise Mart in downtown Chicago, just doing some really cool custom work um, is what I would like to do. But, you know, it, everything <laughs> in time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, I love that you shared your, your grand vision for it. And um, you, you'll definitely get there if that's something you're working towards. I mean, it sounds like you're on your way for sure. Absolutely. What has been the biggest struggle for you so far? Um, as far as I think the biggest struggle so far has been every job, you know, I, for lighting, for me, it's like this perfection. Like you, you have to have the right size of lighting over the table or else you walk into a room and it's the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. um, so I always had my ducks in a row because I know that industry very well. I know the formulas to use. I know the physics behind lighting. With tile on jobs, because I'm not familiar with all of the jargon, um, it can be, hey, I need another bag of this. Hey, I need another bag of that. So again, we're, we're really running into it. But for me, it, it's a flawless, it's a flawless approach from start to finish. Mm, right. <laughs> Good luck with that, right, Cameron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck indeed. So that's been the struggle. And then also, I would think, um, again, just knowing knowing what I don't know. Right. <laughs> and that is, again, it's, it's product, it's product knowledge. Um, so for me, that's the missing link. And where I'm, you know, if someone says that they need something, okay, well, what is that? And why do you need it? And why isn't it already there? kind right, of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So but that's just, been the biggest struggle for me. Yeah. So, so in other words, the answer to your problem is just, you know, gathering the knowledge and then what are you, what are you going to do with this knowledge? I mean, 
are I, I'm interested to to kind of learn about the systems that you're you're starting to put into place for this business in order to scale. Yeah. So for me, it's the systems in place of where do I need to have this showroom? Do I need to have this warehouse space so, so that I can start buying my products as you know, as a vendor for them mm. so that I can save. Because if you buy, you know, 30 bags of grout from your local place, you're going to pay the taxes plus Premium. their prices. And yeah. then I need a margin in there. Yeah. Um, so those are, that's what I'm putting in play. I'm looking at, do I buy from the tile shop from here? Do I buy from the local Ace, the Lowe's, the home, all of these different places. Um, yeah. We recently just got a job for a retired Mape salesman. He's from the West Coast out here. Um, he's in his early 70s and he has so much product knowledge on Mape. We're going to go walk his bathroom on Saturday. I'm going to pick his brain. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a, a very valuable resource. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. Um, as far as my partner, though, with you know, the, the tile, he's done a lot of, um, commercial. And so going into the, the homeowners, it's very different of dealing with homeowners, yeah. um, because they live there. Right. And we work on cleaning. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> we get on that. So it's about the cleanliness of, of the space because tile is very messy. I'm learning right. that too. Right. Um, so, you know, just being aware whenever I walk on a job that, you know, tarps are laid where they need to be. Things are covered. Things are put away neatly when they're done. You know, and that too is just, that's the tile side of it. That's the installer side of it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just those little reminders like, hey, we should probably dust or sweep a little bit. They're going to be home at five. Right. right. Um, you know, so there's that piece of it in, that I've been kind of helpful with too, or just if I'm not helpful with it, at least drawing it to awareness. Yeah. Is, is your I don't know if that's good or bad. No, you have to you have to be aware of it, right? Before you can, you know, improve or move on. Is is your partner dealing with this okay? I mean, is he adapting to the residential work lifestyle? He is. He loves it because he's, you know, he's he's working at his his pace, but he can then take his time and again about that quality of work that he loves. He loves having his own hours. Mm -hmm. He loves being able to step out and eat his lunch and not be, you know, on a time constraint. He loves that the homeowners sometimes loves that the homeowner, hey, I can grout that for you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, but he loves how people are being involved. Oh yeah. He's got, you know, friends that he's met now that he's tiled their house. And, you know, we have our insurance guy that we've worked with him. So there's been tons of relationships and friendships and things that have built out of it, also from a social aspect of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean he loves working with the homeowners now too. It's just that you know, piece of, Hey, they're, they're going to be home at five. You might want to throw away the wrappers. Right. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. It's shifting but, the mindset a little, but I'm, I'm glad to hear bit. he's adapting to it. A lot of, a lot of guys struggle with that. And a lot of, a lot of um, installers will choose, you know, commercial or residential based on their personality. And that makes a lot of sense, you know, but I'm glad. What type, Go ahead. What type of personality do you see working in with homeowners? It, 
a patient, a patient person, I guess. Um, it takes, yeah, it takes a lot more patience to just have those conversations in the morning with them and, and throughout the day. If a, a lot of the folks I found were retired that I was working for and, you know, they wanted to come in every so often. So you've got to, you know, be aware, like you're saying, keep the workspace clean if they are home or going to be home that night. Um, just expect things to take longer. I mean, when we talk about the amount of square footage a person can install in a commercial setting, it's very different. Or even a, a new construction home that's brand new, you, you're going to go and tile the whole floor. Okay, it's it, that's one animal. But when we talk about doing a 30 square foot bathroom floor, all of a sudden, you know, timing is out the window. I mean, nothing, nothing is relative because, you know, you, you have the same amount of setup and cleanup. You, you have more setup and cleanup on a 30 square foot floor that someone's living in than a, than a 300 square foot floor that is empty, right? Right. Absolutely. You know, and it's funny that you say that because again, it comes down to the communication and that is where the project management um, piece of our business comes into play because, you know, he'll say, oh, I'll finish it on Saturday. And I'm like, well, wait a second. <laughs> they live there on Saturday. It's their weekend. Right. You know, luckily with COVID, a lot of people are still working from home in our area. Mm-hmm. So they welcome that. Um, but again, it's just at the end of the day, it's about that communication with yeah. our clients. And we take pictures. I'm like, again, I take pictures of when pieces are delivered. So the stack that we leave of the grout in their garage, our start, our during, our finished product, everything we we capture. And so that they can see that as well. Um, and so then, you know, they kind of begin to be a part of the process too. Not too involved because there is that boundary, but yes, they do become a part of that process. So it sounds like a lot of, a lot of back-end work you're doing. This is something that, you know, like I said in the beginning, a lot of us wish we had a partner to handle the back-end work, the processes, the, the documentation of the whole thing, right? It, and it's really, you know, a full-time person to do that for even just one crew, you know, almost. And as you grow, you know, it'll, it'll take more time. What are you doing to offset this cost? Are you, are you charging for this or, or is this just part of the package? How do you, how do you, you know, cover yourself? So again, I am part of the package. Right. Um, as far as the lighting piece goes to it, and we'll jump back to, to your question, but as far as the lighting piece goes to it, um, I compensate myself if let's say someone is doing a tile job or we're doing the tile job and someone is interested in having lighting, then what I do is I charge either the builder or I charge the homeowner. It's $150 for my time to come out and I'll do your lighting layout and recommend your can should be three feet from here, should be at this space apart. This is a great decorative fixture. This is the size that you need. This is what I would do for under cabinet lighting. And then I give them the ideas. Okay. So like a so, consult fee. Basically. Yeah. So they can run with it. Right. Or if they buy from me, then I will, I make my money on commission through my relationships that I have set up with manufacturers and vendors. Mm. Um, otherwise, that's how that's how I make my money. As far as the tile piece of it, I add in there, okay, for a job that is 300 square feet that I know is going to take us four days, I might put in there, this is my cost hourly for this. And it could be, you know, anywhere from $300 on the job up to 500. It just depends the size and the amount. Mm -hmm. I'm very transparent with my clients. 
they, they meet with me first. I go to their home. I look at what they want. I hear what they want. I will go to the tile store with them. Um, and then I take that file at the end of the day. I meet with my partner over dinner or in the evenings. He looks at all the pictures, the videos, the consult that I've done, looks at um, a sheet that I've created that has designs, patterns. Is it difficult to get to? What floor is it on? And then we begin to build it. How many products will you need for this? What are the materials that you need? Then I take my price sheet and then I put it all together and send it out. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's 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 a process that we have that it, it's definitely working. Um, and then any tech questions, I always tell the client, this is my partner's phone number. We will then come back and walk the job uh, either before if you want to meet him as well. And then we offer the service of obviously picking up the tile. We offer the service of the dumpster. We offer the service of, you know, quite a bit of, of things that we offer for what we're doing. So you have add-ons, like, do you want a dumpster? Do you want this? Do you want yes. that? Okay. Yes. That yeah. is so important. So important. How about, um, uh, are you charging for the initial consult? So we're not to okay. walk a job. Not okay. now. Maybe later we will, but not right now. For the lighting, yes. Mm-hmm. But, but no, not for the... I keep it pretty basic, you know, especially if I feel like that, okay, there. I always ask people, you know, what is our competition? Are you talking to other people? I have my little iPad or my iPhone with me and I've learned from, I think it was maybe your podcast or someone who was that you interviewed. I did that right away the day that I heard it, but um, I've done three jobs since then. And I take the iPad and I say, these are the pictures that we've done. This is pre, this is the quality of our work. We keep it clean. This is after, these are ideas that our clients had when they went to Pinterest. And this is what we put to fruition. Mm -hmm. Um, And they love that. And I've had no one that has turned us down I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, no one that has tried to negotiate prices or money because I've been pretty transparent with it, at least as far as the project management piece. Or if I feel like that we'll need a helper, I let them know that ahead of time as well. Yeah. So how or, or if something comes up where, for instance, we had to move this massive grand piano you know, I said to them, I'm going to have to hire someone to help my my business partner. You know, are you okay with that? This is how much it's going to cost. Yeah. So yeah. money is always a topic that I feel comfortable addressing and talking to with my clients. We did the work. It's payday. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. That's awesome. I, I feel like that is such an important uh, aspect to running a business. Tile Friends, if, if you're listening to this, really take this to heart. Maybe rewind this for the last three minutes and listen to this again. If Even if you're working by yourself, even if you're a solo business owner installer, make sure that you're including project management, um, all these other things, consult fee, all this, all this extra time that we typically wouldn't charge for, you know, make sure that you're somehow either, either charging for it flat out as a line item, or it's built into every job, every, you know, that's your overhead. That's your business overhead. You have to figure for every job you have, you have several days, depending on the size of the job, like Cameron was saying, you got, you, you could have a data to, to a week of, of really, you know, organizing and managing this job and making sure that everything 
goes off without a hitch um, and, and the execution is flawless. So make sure you're charging for your time. I mean, the last thing you wanted to be doing is, is, you know, spending weeks and, you know, you might think I'm exaggerating, but over the course of a year, you'll spend weeks, weeks, and you didn't get paid for those weeks. It's all work. It's all work. Call me. I'll get you money. (laughs) (laughs) So having this, you know, package, this portfolio, you're, so what, tell me again, you said basically you take it from, Hey, this is, these are some of the the projects that we've completed. And you say, this was the design, this was the pictures, and then this was the outcome. Yes. And then the other thing that I've showed them is pictures of tile um, that is under a 2700 Kelvin light, which is a warm light, which is usually used for more traditional transitional settings. And then I've showed people if they have more of a contemporary home with lots of whites, grays, blues. Um, This is what a 3000 Kelvin looks like. Mm -hmm. And then for anyone who's out there who's doing surgery in their kitchen, I've showed them this is what a 5500 Kelvin looks like, which you would never do in a residential. Um, But so yeah, so I show them. And then if they also are like, okay, well, I'm getting, um, you know, this glass uh, backsplash for my kitchen. We have a client that is doing a, a glass backsplash. It's like a gray. And then she has a quartz countertop that's white. And she wants to do under cabinet lighting. And two things that I want to touch on this for tile is for me, a huge pet peeve is whenever I walk in and I see someone's backsplash and they have a hundred outlets. Then they want us to remodel it, so demo it, and then do a beautiful backsplash of tile, glass, whatever it is they're going to put in. And then they're going to have all of these outlets. Mm. Now, for me, being in the lighting industry takes me to a company that I sold a ton of their products, which was from Legrand um, or Adorn products. I don't know if you've seen it. This is... Um, on HGTV, Vanilla Ice was their spokesperson. Okay. okay. And I'll, I'll send you the link of the YouTube video of Vanilla Ice also talking about this. But what this product is, is instead of the outlets being in the backsplash, the outlets now are up underneath the cabinets. So your backsplash right. is flawless. Right. Beautiful. Right. Um, and then as far as that, you can do, you know, you can plug everything into that, in, including light fixtures if you're doing under cabinet lighting to get into really show or orchestrate the tile itself. My other pet peeve with lighting is anytime anyone is doing an LED um, under cabinet lighting, that they do not put the under cabinet lighting pointing directly down onto the counter because you can see all of the dioids or the dots of light. Mm -hmm. So instead, you put it on an inner lip if you can, make it shine up against the um, backsplash so that it can reflect the light down. Mm -hmm. Unless it's wood, the light will cascade and just explode all over it's it's just beautiful yeah um so the the photometrics of it there is if you put it on the back lip let it shine that way um and then also if it's a high powered i've seen a lot of electricians and a lot of installers buying off of amazon and like the lighting industry it's the wild wild west um, you know, manufactured in rules of of what dioids and at what Kelvin from China to Russia to the U.S. It's all over the spectrum. Um, and so what you'll see is like a 3000 Kelvin light, but it'll be a high powered. 
So it should, an LED should run roughly for about 10 foot, maybe 10 watts of that, mm. but it will project as if it's 500 watts. And so you'll get those dioids then if you are doing glass on a backsplash. Mm. So there's fusions um, or an overlay that you can buy to put somewhat of a glare over that, that dioid, so to speak. So, um, yeah, that's what I've got to say about that. So, oh, so, go ahead. It sounds like every tile installer who does backsplashes, residential remodels, backsplashes, needs to have a light, a, a professional lighting partner who they can come in and say, you know what? I, I see you, you know, as you're, as you're selling the job, you say, you know what would look really cool and show them some pictures of this lighting. Not only can you get better lighting, you can get rid of those outlets and put them up under the cabinets, make your job easier, have that um, partnership with, with the electrician or in the lighting, you know, An electrician for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, get a commission for that sale. And, and you know, this is that these, this is what Cameron means when she says relationships, it's all about relationships. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to tell you. So whenever I, I worked in a, in a really amazing lighting showroom in St. Louis and was doing a lot of outside sales, working with designers, doing things with um, ASID as a moderator. And um, it was in the summer of 2016, I believe that we had just, come back from a lighting um like a big event in um the summer vanilla ice in the 80s show was coming through st louis mm -hmm. and whenever i was in in the dallas showroom vanilla ice was there well i didn't get to see him and so he was a represent he was doing a representation for hgHTV like i had mentioned earlier and adorn legrand had hired him and I had begged um, our Legrand rep, please get Vanilla Ice to come here, meet with ASID, talk about this under cabinet lighting. I got to get a selfie. Okay. I was born in 1978. So Vanilla Ice to me in junior high and high school was the man. For sure. For sure. <laughs> you know, Ice Ice Baby. I knew all of it. Tone Loke, that whole genre. Love it. So... Um, they reached out to him, believe it or not. And he had said, yeah, I'll come to the St. Louis lighting showroom whenever I'm in town that weekend for $50,000 for 30 minutes. Whoa. So I took it to the owner and I was like, what do I have to do? I will sell my soul, please. And they were like, Cameron, no, you know, we can't get them. We can't pay that. It's not in our budget. So everyone at my at the showroom was going to this show in St. Louis. It was at the River... River City Casino. And it was my goal to get a selfie with Vanilla Ice. Mind you, I had lawn seats. How was I going to pull this off? I don't know. I don't. Well, I'll send you my picture that I got with Vanilla Ice on stage. That'd be epic. Everyone who worked at the lighting showroom said that's all that they remember was they were in the very back screaming Ice, Ice, baby on their phones, right? And then the next thing you know, you hear... Holy shit, is that Cameron on stage grinding vanilla ice in Tone Loke? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. It was. I did get my selfie, but I didn't get to talk to him about under cabinet lighting. But yeah, it was epic. It was definitely a highlight of my life. I, I literally went back to like being 14 again. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to, so, it, with your permission, I'll have to use that for the, the cover art for this episode. For sure. Right on. You know, um, 
when you were talking about lighting and, and, and different things, and, and we were talking about, you know, relationships with, with the electrician, one thing that I, about this business, the tile business that I think a lot of people forget or just neglect or don't think about is upselling, you know, certain aspects of, um, the job. And you already mentioned this, you already mentioned this a little bit. Hey, even as simple as would you like garbage removal? Um, you know, we can do that for you. Here's the price. Would you like this? Would you like that? Uh, how about other upsells? Are you, are you upselling, uh, epoxy grouts or, you know, uh, niches and showers? What, how do you, how do you, um, handle that? So right now, this is my learning curve. So I'm just now learning about niches and the different styles, the different sizes. Um, someone had recently asked me, and I'll probably get shunned on your on your podcast for this, but someone recently asked me, oh, I want to do Schluter. Does it come in different colors? And I'm like, yes. I had no idea, but I ran to the lighting or to the tile store after, and I was like, show me everything Schluter. And then I learned that there's also, that's just the company name. So again, I've learned so much about the edging. But to answer your question, that is my learning curve. I'm learning all of this jargon from my installer, from the tile showrooms, from listening to the podcast to kind of pull it all together. But to answer your question, will I be upselling as soon as I learn it? Yes. (laughs) Wherever I can upsell, I will but also it will be quality. It's not going to be nonsense upsell that I don't think, you know, someone would need in, in a space that would just look ridiculous. Right. I mean, I do right. have a design background, so I get it. I'm not going to sell someone, you know, a 80 year old woman who just wants to do a tile update, you know, a $500 job in Schluter and all these niches. Right. Right. <laughs> That's not where I'm going. Yeah. You want to sell, you want to sell things that are practical. And like you said, they're going to be looking at this stuff forever and, and thinking of you. So if you sell them something that's not really practical, they're not going to be too happy. But um, things like, you know, epoxy grout in a kid's bathroom or a bathroom that gets used three times a day, a sh- I mean, a shower, you know, those are very practical things and they're easy upsells if, if the people want them or not. You know, there's you could really have three different grades of almost anything, good, better, best. Um, you can have corner shelves, you know, that, that are a lot easier for your installer to install in, in 20 minutes versus a niche, which you're looking at, you know, sometimes half a day. Um, so these are all things. And I, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to, you know, have all this together. It sounds like that's where your head's at. Um, but these are things we tend to forget about is, um, not even offering it because if you don't offer some of these things, pick six things that you believe in and say, Hey, would you like to upgrade your grout? Would you like to upgrade to a, a lifetime warranty? Or are you happy with a 25 year warranty or is the, is the 10 year for you? You know, what, what do you, what level of service do you want? Or, you know, expectations really. Absolutely. I love that you said that too, because in the, in the lighting world, you know, I can, I can do that for my clients and I can actually make their switches or their, their switch panels match their Schluter that Mm -hmm. they decide to go to with their light fixture finishes and their faucet finishes, you know, and every bracket that you can think of their drain, all of that stuff. It all at the end of the day comes together. So it essentially, it is a multitude of, you know, industries working together, the the plumber, the GC, 
down to the electrician, to the tile person, to the lighting person. At the end of the day, it's about building those relationships and just figuring out what you can connect together if that's, you know, something that you want to do. Right. That's awesome. So where, where can people find you? Are you on Instagram? Are you on Facebook? We are on Instagram um, as Palermo Design. It's Palermo Design underscore lighting underscore tile. And L become is before T. That's the only reason why it's like that. <laughs> mm. well, I'll put a link in the show notes for everybody to, oh, cool. to be Great. able to find you and, and give you for a follow. Sure. I, I look forward to seeing your your business progress, and it sounds like it's going to be thriving here. And I'm I'm really looking forward to continue to get to know you, Cameron. I appreciate the time you've spent with us. Oh, thank you so much for thinking of us. And hopefully we'll get to chat again in six months. We should maybe do another update. And I will have all of those upsell questions and will be the trailblazer, as I mentioned in my comment on the tile money, will be the trailblazer in this industry for sure as far as the business piece of it. Absolutely. I love it. I I love the passion. I love the drive. Um, I can tell you're you're driven. I mean, that's what this industry needs is, is people like you to really... Uh, to, to, to really just push this as a luxury item that it is and find the client base and then, and then share it. You know, I love that you're sharing this is like, you know, we're in these homes, we're selling to these people. Absolutely. You know, and the other thing is, is the appreciation. I also have to say to everyone out there who is a tile installer, who is a grouter, the work that, that these guys put into this, the perfection the it's incredible i mean the artistry for it that is what i love and you know these guys should be paid as much as surgeons because you know it's even though it's a home and it's a structure it's absolutely the time and the dedication and what they put their bodies through their hands their knees their back i mean these guys should be if you're not you know making a hundred thousand dollars laying tile call me <laughs> because you should be. I mean, it's, it's an art that is just incredible and it should be showcased in it. And I just love it. I have a whole new appreciation for the tile industry and what people are doing in, in the trade. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I, I, I do appreciate, you know, like my wife, she comes from the medical, uh, medical background, you know, uh, medical field and, and you know, we've been married for a dozen years. So she knows more about tile than she probably wants to. But at first it was, she was really, you know, asking me a lot of questions. She had friends um, ask her about tile because they knew, you know, she was married to me or whatever. And she was start asking me questions and she sees, you know, the, you know, obviously since I've been doing this podcast, she sees the passion, she gets to know a lot of people in the group and so on and so forth. But she says the same, almost identical thing that you said about you know, tile setters, uh, they put so much energy and so much into this. They really need to be making a ton of money. And the sad fact is too many are, are just giving their work away, even in 2020, even today when, when we're so no, busy. No, so, do not. Yeah. <laughs> do not give your work away. Value your time. Value what you're doing. Value the time away from your family. I mean, again, it's just, I, th- I think it's a great artistry and I just have a whole new awareness and and I just love it. What do you mind sharing what, you know, as long as we're on this topic, what do you, what do you think an installer should be charging for their time per, you know, we can call it per hour if you want, or per day. Um, I would say a minimum of $250 a day minimum. Yeah. 
Minimum, yeah. Um, yeah. A guy that, you know, has less than five years, I mean, I'm paying him close to that. Right, right, yeah. And he's, he's, he's a helper. He's not even doing the tile installer. For me, I feel like to also run a very solid business, you have to take care of your people. Mm. Yeah. You have to take care of your people. You know, they're the ones who are there at the end of the day as well. And if you take care of them, they will be there for you and they will be there with you through and through. If you're throwing guys money here and throwing them there and 10 bucks here just to come do this or that, no, they're not going to be there at the end of the day. Who wants to get up for that? As we won't touch on this topic, but if they're making more money on unemployment right now, they're going to stay home. Right. So give them a reason to want to come into work. You know, we pay our guys well. I feed them. I make sure that you know they have fresh T-shirts every job. These guys are like taken care of. Yeah. But I, that's yeah. also they're representing our, you know, my company too. So I want them to have that professional look and. You know, but again, I would say 250 a day. My goal is to have, you know, my main, my partner at 350 a day plus, because our goal is 10,000 a week. Yeah. So or my goal. 250 a, a, a day you're billing out at or you're, that's. Yeah. 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 I would say minimum, right? Oh, yeah. for sure. Minimum. That That's just to, to lay the tile. Right. So, um, you know, there's, there's so much more, but yeah, they, the last job after we finished, we had estimated at about two weeks with time, we finished a job, um, in nine days and we ended up being at 474 a day at the end after it was all, everything was paid for taxes. All of that was what we ended up being at per day, which is, it's good money. Oh, so you're talking, you're talking take home. Yes. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, you know, there's different formulas. There's different ways to do it from what I have found, too. So and Absolutely. at least listening to some of the things that you've offered, what I know about business, you know, what I know about taxes, what I know about, you know, margins, all of those things, too. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, that's great. That's great to hear. Well, once again, Cameron, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your knowledge. And we should do a, a follow-up in six months. Um, that'll be great. For sure. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. All right, Tile friends. Well, that was another great interview with Cameron. I really enjoyed getting to know her and how she's... Uh, building this uh, merger, this fused business with her lighting background. I thought that was really cool. I thought she had some some new perspectives on everything. And I, I, I think it would be really vital for all, all tile guys to really have a good electrician in their back pocket, a partner, so to speak, someone you can really upsell some of this stuff when you're doing backsplashes or showers or whatever, at least mention, you know, and have a picture there, like she said, and mention, hey, would you like some updated lights here? I have the perfect guy for it. You know, it's, you know, and 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 then you can give some ballpark estimates if you have a, a good partnership, right? And and then you can make a, a little percentage of kickback from from you know that sale, really, what you procured there for your for your contractor, your your electrician contractor. So these partnerships are so vital. 
to grow and sustain a profitable business style friends. I really hope you take this information to heart. Let me know if it's helping. Uh, appreciate hearing from you on Instagram, Facebook. We're having great discussions. Um, all right. Until next week, that's it for me. Uh, I want to encourage you if you would like to, uh, help me out and help keep the lights on around here and help the growth of tile money. You can become a Patreon and the link is in the show notes. I appreciate all of your support. We have a new patron just today, actually, Mike Moreno. I want to thank Mike out of uh, Central California for becoming a Patreon supporter. I appreciate your support, Mike. All right, that's it for me. Until next week, I want you to stay profitable out there, Tile Friends, and have a great week.